Chase Carter, Mr. Bob Joe will be joining me here in just a moment as we're all going to talk about the one and only China, the legendary superstar who did so much in WWE and I am so honored and so privileged to get to talk about her today. But ladies and gentlemen, before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we had a major passing, ladies and gentlemen, in the sports of wrestling here recently as well. Ladies and gentlemen, last Monday, if you don't know, we lost Big Van Vader. He sadly passed away at the age of 63. We're going to have a moment of silence in honor of his loving memory. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a special tribute and look into China's life. Uh, we'll let you listen in to that, and then we are going to get started with this Legacy of Legend podcast honoring China, uh, who done so much for the WWE. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate that. It was a special tribute to the one and only China. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to welcome in the one and only Mr. Hippity Bob Joe. Well, it's about damn time he gave me a proper introduction, you yellow bastard, you. 
great to have you back, Mr. Bob. How are you doing today? I am doing just fine, and, uh, you know, I'm really sad that, uh, that we lost to Big Ben Vader uh, last Monday, and now here we're uh, here to honor the one and only China, who did so much for WWE. I am so honored and privileged to get to talk about her today, boss. Absolutely. We're so honored to get to do this for you guys as well. It's very sad that she's no longer with us. Uh, may she truly rest in peace. We lost her in 2016. Uh, very sad. And now we just recently lost Big Ben Vader. And not too long ago, Mr. Bob, we lost Bruno Sammartino, uh, who sadly passed away as well. Well, by God, we have lost so many legends, by God, and uh, may they all truly rest in peace. Uh, hearts break uh, for Big Ben Vader, and our thoughts definitely go out to all the families affected by that uh, absolute tragedy, by God. It's absolutely heartbreaking. Well, hey, gentlemen, we're here to uh, talk all about China. That's what this podcast is for here today, so thank you all for joining. And we're going to start talking about her right now and give you some uh, insights, some fun facts, talk about her bio, uh, and also we're going to talk about some of her uh, achievements she did in WWE. Uh, we're also going to talk about some of the feuds she did. We're also going to have a very, I, I would say, a very heated uh, topic about why China never made it into the WWE Hall of Fame. And will she ever? We're going to talk all about that coming up. But first of all, Mr. Rob, before we go over to fun facts, I want to know your thoughts on China. Well, my thoughts on China is truly a phenomenon superstar in the ring, way beyond her time. She absolutely revolutionized the world of wrestling for women, and she opened new doors, new boundaries, broke down new boundaries, and absolutely, I think, because of China here, ladies and gentlemen, doing what she did absolutely is kind of like the godmother, or uh, what do you want to call it, the mother or the grandmother of uh, all these women we're seeing nowadays. She absolutely a trailblazer and absolutely a woman who absolutely made an impact and a huge difference in this sport and the culture of wrestling in the WWE. Uh, we definitely, because of her, ladies and gentlemen, I think that now we have all these different things we're seeing now. Women's playing the bank ladder match. We're seeing the women's hell in the cell match. It's because of China. I really think China had a lot to do with it and a lot to help with it. And I just want to say thank you, China, and may you truly rest in peace, by God. We deeply miss you every day, darling. Absolutely. We deeply miss you, and may you truly rest in peace, China. Uh, our thoughts and prayers definitely are with the families uh, still. I know, even though uh, it's been 2016, uh, it's only been a couple of years now, but uh, we are still grieving uh, the loss of her, and we definitely deeply miss her. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go over some fun facts, though, and we're going to keep her memory alive here today. That's what this is about here today. Ladies and gentlemen, now we're going to go over some fun facts for you. Recording, looks like, uh, to a reporter here, it looks like the WCW uh, won in China before WWE did. It says they approached her uh, to sign on the early of 1990s, around the same time. Looks like uh, they approached uh, Shane McMahon about uh, her joining WWE. And it also says, ladies and gentlemen, as apparently uh, it, it was uh, a reporter here, looks like, who uh, pushed her to sign with WWE, where uh, she started out uh, as Triple H's bodyguard. And then uh, also, it says, but obvious, she had too much talent for uh, that role. That was just fact, one, one fact, fun fact. And then another one we have, ladies and gentlemen, is China uh, was giving, looks like, uh, the uh, moniker uh, China because it was a play on by China. Find China. Looks like as a delicate, and it can easily break. But China, though, it says uh, who was tough and got in the middle of Triple H's matches during her days of, of his side. You have any comments on that, Mr. Bob? Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, China really did so much for uh, Triple H, and not only that, for DX. And, and then, like I said, she had so much talent that she broke out on her own. And it is something that we could not overlook anymore. And it's finally that they finally realized that we got to put China in the spotlight. we got to put China in these matches. This woman's amazing. This woman's awesome. She's absolutely doing things we've never seen. The first ever woman to become Intercontinental Champion. I mean, uh, nobody really thought that a woman could be taking on another guy in the ring. She did it. And she became an Intercontinental Champion. You know, well, she, she absolutely did things 
that I thought a lot of superstars would have, a woman superstars would have never got to do. She did it, and I applaud her for that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I do agree with you, Mr. Bob. When China debuted at the uh, WWE, there was uh, no other female uh, wrestlers like her. She was the first woman to be awarded the first in the uh, King of the Ring tournament. And also the first uh, woman to be named number one contender for the WWE Championship. She was also the first woman uh, to be given a spot in the Royal Rumble match. Where uh, she emerged her uh, status in wrestling history and uh, being the first woman to eliminate a wrestler during the Royal Rumble. Your thoughts on that, Mr. Bob? Well, she she's the first one to ever do anything like that. I mean, it just it absolutely blows your mind that uh, you got someone like her, as big as she is. It didn't really like really surprise you all the way, but at the same time, I think a lot of us in the, the day and age back then, we didn't think women could do stuff like that. But she was not your average normal woman, and we learned on that uh, she might have been a freaking man in a woman's body. And it was really a, a woman that really stood the test of her time. And it's definitely, I am so honored we get to talk about her. And uh, this is uh, truly special that we get to honor her here today. It truly is. And then China's career was helped by Triple H, who uh, became a Vince McMahon favorite. And those, it says, was able to open opportunities for China. And uh, any comments on that, Mr. Bob? Well, I think it's because of uh, Triple H, uh, you know, that really helped China in her career. Uh, so it's definitely, I think China has a lot to be thankful for, you know, for Triple H helping her in uh, her career and made her uh, the superstar that she, she uh, did become. And I think uh, without even Triple H and all that in there, I feel like she probably would have came out to be a, a successful superstar. But this, uh, I think, really just helped blossom her character even more by having Triple H uh, by her side. Absolutely, I totally agree. And it says, when China won and took the Intercontinental Championship from Jeff Jarrett, it was uh, due uh, to the uh, money and changing hands. It says the contract with WWE had expired, and he agreed to return. But the only way uh, he would lose the championship was to China was if he received a financial uh, a, a commitment here, which came out to be around $200,000. Your thoughts on that, Mr. Bob? Well, that's definitely something that I think a lot of people don't know. And, you know, I think Jeff Jarrett made the right decision by let, you know, China become the Intercontinental Championship, even though he wanted a $2,000 uh, payment out of it. But, you know, I still say it's best for business to have China as the Intercontinental Champion, and like I said, this is where, ladies and gentlemen, her career, in my estimation, really took off when she became Intercontinental Champion. Uh, to me, I think that was definitely her uh, her peak of her mountain that really just opened up the, the lava lance, you know what I mean, and really just blossomed her career from there. She just absolutely took off like a freaking rocket ship uh, in the freaking orbit or something after this, boss. All right, and also China says, uh, did not have, uh, looks like, the most uh, glamorous exit uh, from the WWE. Uh, it says it was a mixture of her uh, wanting uh, more pay and being upset that Triple H was uh, dating Stephanie McMahon. And Triple H uh, is not uh, protecting her after they uh, broke up. Your thoughts on that, Mr. Bob? Well, that's one thing, you know, I don't think a lot of people know is that China did was uh, dating Triple H. And they had, a, a, I think, a, a great relationship for a long time. But then, you know, they got to a point where, you know, Triple H was dating Stephanie McMahon. And then, actually, that became a problem with China. And uh, that definitely led to things to a bitter end. And it, it's unfortunate that it, everything had to end that way. But uh, I just, uh, you know, feel that, uh, you know, that's just the way life is. Yeah, that's the way the cookie crumbles. I mean, you know, we don't always ask for things to go out the right way, the way we want it to go. And so whatever, uh, what happens, happens. And we just have to learn to accept it and move on. All right, also, ladies and gentlemen, China leaving the WWE was not the end of her wrestling career, though, however. She went on to New Japan for wrestling, and just like in the WWE, the ideal for her was to face off and beat the male wrestlers in New Japan for wrestling. Unfortunately, uh, she was uh, with New Japan for wrestling for just barely a year. 
Your thoughts on that, Mr. Bob? Well, you know, her career was short-lived in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But, you know, I, I think at the same time, that really uh, it definitely helped her as well, you know, in her career. Uh, it, it really, you know, that when she lost in WWE, lost her deal there, that really hurt her. That was a big blow on her uh, career in wrestling. And, uh, you know, it was nice that she was able to keep it going in New Japan for a little bit. It's unfortunate, though, that her career did not last as long as it did. But she was going up against guys in New Japan for wrestling as well. So that's still a major achievement for her, you know. Absolutely. Also, ladies and gentlemen, China uh, was the uh, one of the many former WWE wrestlers to sign with uh, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling. She was involved in a storyline with Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, and Karen Jarrett. And then after uh, she uh, com uh, completed her uh, storyline, uh, she said, I'll never hear from uh, them again. Your thoughts on that, Mr. Bob? Well, you know, that was a real interesting story uh, back then for uh, Impact, uh, should say TNA back then. You know, and uh, it's really sad that, that they didn't want to use her anymore after that. But the, that's the fact that she was able to help out in that storyline, that definitely made a huge difference. It definitely set a whole other element to the few. And I think China, no doubt about it, her presence alone definitely makes a huge impact, boss. There ain't no doubt about that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, whenever uh, she looked like she was at the University of Temple Bay uh, getting her degree in Spanish, uh, also I said uh, she was also studying French and German, she uh, wanted to use her foreign language abilities to work for the FBI or the DEA before uh, she got involved with professional wrestling. Did you know that one, Mr. Bob? No, I don't think I really knew that one either. I don't think a lot of people don't know that. I mean, that's really interesting stuff uh, that, that she was trying out. But I think her real calling was wrestling. It was just in her blood. I mean, as big as she was, and I'm not saying she's fat. I'm saying that as tall. She was tall. And she was strong. She was stout like a freaking ox. And like I said, her presence... Definitely would scare any man half to death. But that's why they wanted to use her as a bodyguard. Unfortunately, uh, that China was just so strong and so talented that, that, you know, they just couldn't just use her as a bodyguard. I mean, that would be a waste of talent just to use her as a bodyguard. And I'm glad that they did not just use her as a bodyguard because that would have been a waste of talent. I totally agree. Also, ladies and gentlemen, China participated in a lot of uh, fitness uh, uh, commitments as well after university. Because of her large size uh, compared to the other uh, women, uh, she would uh, uh, usually finish in last place. I said little uh, did she know her uh, large uh, physique uh, would make her famous in WWE, though. Your thoughts on that, Mr. Bob? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's what you need in WWE. You need somebody as big and strong and powerful. And like I said... She's not your average woman. I mean, that's what really made her special. And she was a different kind of, different breed, a different kind. Uh, Amazon woman. And what it looked like to me, an Amazon woman kind of reminds me of Beth Phoenix. And I think that's a dream match that I think everybody would have loved to see. Would have been, you know, China and Beth Phoenix. I think another one everybody wanted to see, of course, was Stephanie McMahon and China. I think that is a few that everybody would have loved to see. Unfortunately, uh, though we will never get to see it. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. Also, ladies and gentlemen, the reason that uh, she uh, never uh, became a uh, flight attendant despite uh, doing the training is because of uh, on her way to her first flight, she was in a car accident and had to spend four days in a hospital because of her injuries. Uh, she uh, just uh, never uh, wanted to try it again after that. Your thoughts on that, Mr. Bob? Well, after you have a major car accident like that, sometimes it's like a wake-up call to you. It's like, do I really want to be that high in the air on that freaking plane knowing after you had a, uh, a car accident? It really does something to your head. It really messes you up. You have trust issues. You feel like you can't trust anybody. Uh, you really have nightmares. Imagine she was having nightmares from her car accident still. And, you know, I don't think she was probably the same after that. I don't think anybody's the same after you have a, a car accident like that. 
And I just I feel for her pain right there. I mean, she must have been traumatized. Absolutely, I totally agree. I definitely uh, definitely changes the uh, everything that you thought you were going to do. Now, uh, no, I'm not going to do that anymore because after that, you know, it really is kind of like a wake up call. Oscillate Gem and her autobiography, uh, which uh, came out in 2001, and said if they only knew uh, was the New York Times bestseller. Did you uh, know about that one, Mr. Bob? Well, I want to say congratulations on that. I mean, that is uh, absolutely the New York, New York Times bestseller. Uh, definitely, I think everybody should definitely go get that. And, uh, uh, you know, that's definitely uh, something that I don't think a lot of us uh, probably know. And I think everybody that needs to go check that out uh, would absolutely love uh, that as well. I recommend it as well. Uh, we're also going to go over a little bit more stuff. Uh, we, have, we have heard that she had a rough childhood. Uh, and that's one of the, the facts we have heard. Uh, she was also uh, earned a degree in Spanish literature. We are told you about that in University of Tampa. Uh, she had uh, many uh, pre-wrestling jobs. And we're also hearing uh, she was trained by the uh, same man as Triple H. All right. And uh, we are also hearing... Uh, WCW wanted her uh, before WWE wanted her. Some interesting stuff here. And uh, she had uh, a lot of the first, first ever become the first ever woman to become the Intercontinental uh, Women uh, Champion. And then uh, the DX versus NWO. Well, how about that one, Mr. Bob? How about that feud? Well, that was definitely special. I mean, uh, her uh, Going up against NWO was really, I think, special. I think it was something that I think everybody uh, is going to remember and somebody's going to talk about. And uh, having uh, Triple H by her, uh, by having China, by uh, having, should say, Triple H with China definitely helped. And I made it definitely more special. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want to thank you all for joining. We're going to talk about some more uh, stuff here uh, now, ladies and gentlemen, about her biography. And uh, we're going to go over, uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, some best feuds uh, for her as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, it says here that she was born on December the 27th of 1969. And it looks like it was in uh, New York. Also, she died, of course, uh, April the 20th, 2016, and uh, looks like in uh, Beach, uh, California, uh, USA, looks like a drug overdose and an alcohol and uh, intoxication. Uh, I want to talk to you uh, briefly about that, Mr. Bob. Whenever you got the news that she passed, what was you thinking and what was going through your mind? Well, you know, first of all, I'm very sad, you know, and we're, we're all puzzled. And wondering what happened, you know, and then we found out it was a drug overdose and an alcohol or drug addiction or intoxication, and you know that's very sad. But I think a lot of people don't realize that probably the reason why she had a drug overdose and alcohol intoxication is because, ladies and gentlemen, she was depressed. She was absolutely in a deep depression, and nobody, uh, unfortunately, didn't come to help her, uh, which is unfortunate. But uh, the reason why she was depressed, folks, is she wanted to be uh, back in WWE. WWE. She wanted to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And WWE wouldn't reach out to her. She, they wouldn't re accept her calls. And that was a major of her depression. And if you'll go to her biography, ladies and gentlemen, and, and uh, you'll find out, ladies and gentlemen, all about it. And it'll tell you everything about it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it, it's absolutely just absolutely heartbreaking. The way her life ended, Balsto, it really was. It, it was just sad that nobody was there to save her. Really is. Really is heartbreaking, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Well, also, ladies and gentlemen, it says here in the biography that her uh, mother was uh, Joan Mary uh, Lawler. Uh, and also says uh, her nicknames was uh, Van, uh, looks like, uh, China. And it says the ninth wonder of the world. And also said that she was 510, 1.78. And also says a little bio. We're going to go over a little bit about that here for you guys. It says China looks like had been 
called uh, the first lady of the sports entertainment. Her accomplishments went, uh, went far beyond wrestling, ring, and anyone's else guess. Before exchanging body slams, modeling a top magazine, and guest uh, starring of hundreds of shows, China was a shy girl who uh, was born uh, by Joan uh, Mary, uh, looks like in New York, and looks like uh, to uh, Janet Carl uh, and to Joseph Joe uh, Jenner, and it says who uh, spent uh, most of their childhood in a home filled with alcoholism and uh, domestic problems. She was uh, found her escape through uh, working out and began uh, doing uh, aerobics and lifting weights in a gym near her home. This is uh, where uh, she uh, found her true uh, nature and the world of fitness. It also says, as uh, the only female in the gym, China always stood out but developed uh, band, bonds, should say bonds, and friendship with the uh, gym members who uh, gave her uh, the uh, encouragement to keep going. She uh, broke all uh, gender bounder boundaries and everywhere she went and continued her love of fitness throughout uh, her college days. China graduated from the University of Temple Bay uh, with a 3.9 GPA and a double major in Spanish literature and also says in the under of two years. That is amazing. And she also uh, studied foreign languages and uh, could speak English, Spanish, German, and French. That is amazing. China uh, was a true warrior and uh, humidity. Also said that uh, she served the U.S. Army, the ROTC, Reserve Officer Training uh, Corps. And also says the Peace uh, Corps as well. And as in helping to teach the ability to third world uh, children to read. That's really amazing. Truly awesome. And uh, she was a strong supporter of the National Animal Rescue Charity, uh, which he has, uh, helps domestic animals find food and loving homes. That's really special there. And throughout her life, China dreamed of being an entertainer. She began her career in the early of 1990s. And it says, as a belly dancer, and soon moved to the fitness and uh, the competitions there. But at a uh, 6-0, as it, the star found a real calling in the entertainment world, professional wrestling. She began uh, training to be a professional under the uh, guideline, guidance, I should say, of the wrestling legend, Walt uh, Waiter uh, Killer, in uh, the professional uh, wrestling school in which all the uh, students uh, were men. Uh, she stood, uh, looks like soon took the world of women's re uh, wrestling by storm and began competing in the uh, PGWA. It also says where uh, she was uh, given in 1996 the Rookie of the Year Award for the Women's Championship after uh, dominating the world of wrestling wrestling the world of, of women's wrestling, excuse me, China was discovered by uh, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, the two WWF uh, World Wrestling Federation superstars who helped China break into uh, the big times. Uh, she uh, made her uh, worldwide uh, television debut on February of 1997 as a bodyguard of Triple H. But soon... As as he went on uh, to break all gender uh, stereotypes and competing with some of the toughest men in the WWF under the name China. It says years later uh, she uh, was the only woman to qualify for the Royal Rumble and the King of Ring tournaments, and uh, become became the only female 
uh, Intercontinental Champion and the only undefeated women's champion in the WWF history. Five years uh, later, uh, she debuted as a professional uh, wrestler in the WWF. China uh, parted ways uh, with the company. Uh, she then uh, toured, uh, looks like again, with Japan, taking the country by storm and battling in the ring uh, with the likes of such a champions of uh, many there. And it says most notably uh, the uh, superstar of the major company there. Uh, 2002, the Tokyo Dome match against, uh, looks like one of the superstars there, earned the title, uh, looks like, of the Sports 2002 Women's Wrestler of the Year. Meanwhile, uh, back in the U.S., China appeared in a several uh, films and hosted various shows and showed uh, that the women uh, can combine the strengths and the beauty in the two top-selling issues of the Playboy magazine, which uh, provided the world uh, that uh, women uh, can be beautiful without having a uh, issues, and uh, looks at the uh, the funny look. She also appeared in the first ever Playboy documentary. Uh, who uh, looks like continued in the in-depth interviews uh, with China, her uh, former manager uh, Rich Richard, and her friend Joe, and huge. Uh, heifer himself also said her strong uh, says it says will be the best to survive of the fitness attitude and made her uh, one of the most uh, top wrestlers in history she served as a role model to uh, millions of men and women and proving anything is possible as is though uh, hard work and uh, determination and in her best-selling autobiography, it says, "If they only knew," she uh, discussed. Uh, says what uh, it took to make it to the top, and uh, show the world that uh, she had to uh, overcome to make her uh, one of the most well-known pop culture icons in the world. Shortly after her first appearance in the Playboy. Uh, she released her own fitness video, China's Fitness, More Than Meets the Eye, in 2000, which uh, won the awards of her fitness in the Lifestyle magazine. The video is still popular with both China fans and fitness fans alike. It also says, unlike the most uh, former pro wrestlers, uh, China had the excess of her own uh, two feet. Uh, she was on nearly uh, every talk show and was featured on the hundreds of magazine covers from Playboy to uh, Newsweek to the, the TV Guide to People. Uh, she was featured uh, with many superstars there and performing uh, drums uh, backing up the vocals. She was uh, the top of the dance music billboard, billboard uh, charts and it says for five weeks uh, with the CD singles ride and along uh, looks like uh, sang I mean has some songs there and looks like also uh, there's just uh, quite a bit of stuff here we're gonna just kind of go kind of glance through it for you guys also ladies and gentlemen in June of 2011 uh, China released her first adult video uh, with uh, the vid uh, entertainment and it says looks like the back door to China in 2011 which sold over uh, 1 million copies uh, she said that the movie allowed her uh, region to control her life and gave her a new fount of confidence and uh, get her back on her feet she uh, marked on a huge uh, media tour and it says appearing with all over the U.S. And uh, she began featuring dancing at a high and nightclubs and appeared of uh, dozens of radio shows, including Howard Stern and a 2005 ABC radio. And in November of 2011, uh, won the uh, Flesh uh, Bout Award of her, uh, looks like, uh, her Backdoor to China video. In 2000, and in 2012, she appeared in a night of uh, the silent movie theater 
and it looks like uh, she appeared in a music video, Gone, uh, Make You Love Me, in a the band, uh, The Love Child. And she also appeared in a uh, tell-all interview with uh, the KB uh, commentators, and uh, which uh, she discussed everything from her childhood of two drugs, porn, and everything in between. Uh, your thoughts on what we just read here, Mr. Bob? Well, you know, uh, that's uh, very interesting stuff, and I think would really help and maybe hurt China at the same time was her uh, porn. I mean, that definitely helped her and then definitely got her back on her feet, but then that would really hurt and dampered her relationship with the WWE. But uh, here's sort of a thing that I have with WWE. I understand they're trying to keep it a family, you know, clean environment shows now. It's family shows now. But you can't overlook the accomplishments that China did in the ring. I mean, what she does in her personal life should be her business. And I think she should be awarded into the WWE Hall of Fame for what she accomplished in the ring. And WWE is looking at what she did in her personal life, and uh, that's why they're not letting her in the Hall of Fame. And that's wrong, in my estimation. They need to be focusing on what she did in that ring. She should be absolutely awarded for what she did in her ring. And what she did in that ring was truly accomplishment, truly amazing, something that we'll never forget about. Now, will she ever be put in the Hall of Fame? That remains to be seen. But... I think, in my estimation, she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, and in my estimation, she already is a Hall of Famer in my book. And, you know, she did so much for every, everybody, for the, the freaking uh, WWE, WWF at the time, and became an business model, movie actress, and I absolutely just took over the world by storm. And everything she did, she was successful at, in my book. Really is, and I, I totally agree with you that she deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But you know, I just I don't know if she is ever going to get there. You know, it, it, it I just feel so bad uh, that uh, I don't know if we will ever get to uh, you know see her in the Hall of Fame. I think she definitely deserves to be there, and I, I just uh, feel that you know maybe after some time that maybe she someday uh, she will. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank everybody for joining us here today. Now we're going to go over uh, some of her feuds, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I want to ask you, uh, Mr. Rabob, uh, some of her best feuds. Uh, what did you like uh, for what China did? Well, you know, I, I'd have to say one of her best feuds would probably be uh, against Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus was definitely one of them. Lita was definitely another one. Uh, there's just so many. Uh, but I'd say that definitely her, her strong feuds, so I guess, probably be Trish Stratus and Lita. And she absolutely was a force to be recommended. But it was not only just women that she was uh, very good in the ring. She took on all the likes of all the superstars back in the WWF back then. From yeah, you name it. And everybody, uh, I think at that time, you know, or looking, whenever the bell sounds, and you understand this is a woman you're facing here, and you're you're in a match with her, and you know how some people are, how some people men are, where they have respect for women, and they're having to put that aside to uh, now uh, step in the ring with them. That had to be a dis a difficult adjustment for them to uh, get in the ring, ladies and gentlemen, uh, with a woman, which at the time you know uh, they they want to put on a best show for the fans. But in the back of their mind, you're like, I don't know if I want to beat up a woman. But this is not your average woman, though. So what do you do? That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, we also wanted to uh, point out that she was a two-time WWF Intercontinental Champion. Uh, your your thoughts on that, Mr. Bob? And the first woman to ever do it, too. And uh, she definitely made history. Uh, and I tell you what, she truly... Uh, really broke down boundaries and definitely helped uh, that division back then. And like I said, a two-time Intercontinental Champion. I think she should have won more championships than what, what we got here on her uh, record because uh, she truly 
uh, did everything. She served our country, and for that, I want to say thank you, China, for that, for serving our country. That's truly special and something I will always cherish. Uh, definitely everything that she did uh, was absolutely amazing, and uh, I just can't believe she's gone. We miss her every day, and everything that she did, uh, she helped this business so much, and I just I just can't thank her enough. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we definitely want to thank you all for joining us here today. Uh, now we're going to talk about why uh, China was never in the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, I want to know your thoughts, Mr. Bob, on why uh, and when do you think we'll ever see her in the Hall of Fame? Well, you know, like I said, we, we kind of went over that, but I would just have to say that, uh, you know, she definitely needs to be there. I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon. I mean, uh, she can't help it that, you know, she does porn. But, I mean, every woman in the world of wrestling nowadays does it. Why aren't they making a big deal about it? Now, here lately, you saw China, I should say, excuse me, you saw the Queen Charlotte Flair, her doing a photo shoot with ESPN. And why did they not, WWE don't make a big deal about that? So to me, I think it's a absolutely, you know, just makes me mad that they, uh, they, 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 they just take it all out on her. And they don't focus out on anything else than that. But I think, ladies and gentlemen, there is something, something really personal vendetta against China. Because, you know, Triple H and China dated at the one time. And, you know, Stephanie McMahon is now with Triple H now. And they're, they're married. They had kids and all that. So I think that might be what's keeping her out. I really do. I really do think that Triple H could be the guy. Could be Stephanie McMahon. Could be the two people. Maybe Vince McMahon himself as well. Keeping her out. I, I really couldn't answer that question all the way. But that's just what I'm thinking. Uh, what do you think, boss? Well, I definitely think that that's going to be a, a possibility, Mr. Bob. Uh, you know, I don't think I ever looked at it that way. And I think we all just kind of focus on that it was her porn is the reason why she never got there in the Hall of Fame. But since you brought it to that, and the more I think about it, I think, Mr. Bob, you could be exactly right. You're absolutely a very smart man, Mr. Bob. And, uh, wow. That's really even sad, though, because we're going to hold a grudge against China. A woman that has done so much for this business, they're going to hold a grudge? Seriously, Mr. Bob? I know, it's absolutely cruel. And it, it really is. It really is cruel. This woman uh, definitely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, along with Owen Hart. Deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And what happened to Owen Hart, you know, he lost his life. And what he was trying to do to entertain the fans. Coming down from the rafters, by God, and his uh, bungee cord broke. And by God, we lost to Owen Hart. Uh, we heard that Owen Hart did not want to do that. He didn't want to go do that, but, uh, you know, Mitchell Gann was threatening to fire him. He's either do it or you're fired. And, you know, they left Owen Hart no choice, you know. Uh, but, you know, I still blame that it, it's, it is, uh, for that matter, I know we're here to talk about China, but I just wanted to say about that Owen Hart. Because of Mitchell Gann, uh, I think he's the one to blame. And I think he may be the one to blame, the reason why China's not going in all the fame. And it's just like all these other legends that deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, along with Vader. Big Ben Vader definitely deserved to be in the Hall of Fame. We heard that Mick Foley tried four years to try to get Big Ben Vader in the Hall of Fame. But no, uh, it falls off deaf ears. And now that Big Ben Vader is no longer with us, now they're, they're uh, probably going to put him in the Hall of Fame. And I think that's just, that's just really shitty of them. I'm sorry to say that. And I have to be so blunt and so cold-hearted about it. But that's really shitty of them. I mean, they should have done it while he was alive. And they had every opportunity to do so. But then on the other hand, while I'm ranting here, ladies and gentlemen, and letting off some steam, I don't think that Hall of Fame is a real deal. We know it's not a real deal. They don't have no museum where the fans can go check out. They don't have no trophies, monuments, or anything. Maybe at WWE, uh, the WrestleMania access is about it. I mean, that's that's about it. Though the Hall of Fame, you get to see and then what they get like a little payment out of it and maybe a little ring and that's it and it's all publicity stunts you know and uh, from what I've heard they don't pay you a lot of money to get in the Hall of Fame and I heard that the only way Scott Steiner would ever go in the Hall of Fame if they paid him 
you know, he wants to be paid to get in there. Otherwise, he said, no, it's a freaking joke. And I totally agree with it. It is. It is a freaking joke. And it, it, this is a heated topic about China. And I think it will continue to be a heated topic. And, you know, I think that's definitely something we're going to have to talk about when we do our dough to be a hot topic debates about China. This is something that uh, definitely we're going to be talking about for a long time. And I think we have a lot more questions than we have answered, boss. I just wanted to add to that. Well, it's very well said, Mr. Bob. We have a lot more questions than answer. And we just don't know what the real reason why. But we only have our speculation. And uh, we do our best to, uh, you know, fill in on that and what we know, fans, or what we think we know. But let's just, look, just take a look back at her career, though, Mr. Bob. Out of all her career, what do you think was her highlight of her career? Well, I'd have to say, like her becoming an Intercontinental Champion. I mean, that's to me, that's groundbreaking. We, to, to going into the King of Ring Tournament. Where else do you see that? I mean, you don't ever see a the first woman to ever do that. I mean, she definitely broke records. She broke boundaries. She, I mean, she made history. Uh, it was truly uh, something we'll never forget. Do you think there ever will be a superstar quite like China, Mr. Bob? No, I really don't. I mean, uh, I mean, no. Uh, there might be another big woman like her someday, big and strong, powerful, like we saw from Beth Phoenix, Awesome Kong. We saw some big women, big strong women. When I say big women, I mean strong women. I'm not saying they're fat or overweight or anything. I'm saying when I say big, they're big, powerful, and strong. And that's what China was. She was big, powerful, and strong, and very dangerous and beautiful at the same time. Uh, she was absolutely gorgeous. She was absolutely beautiful. And I think that's the reason why Triple H and uh, Shawn Michaels wanted to have her as a bodyguard. I mean, look at the size of her. But then you look that she had big breasts. There was no denying that she had big breasts. And that definitely helped her get the job in WWE. Having them, you know, big jugs. You know, you can't help but notice big jugs. You know what I mean? You like, you know, and you just want to think about that and go, Mama, Mama, I want her sex and milk, thank God. Well, you can see that some of their, their segments that they did, you know, with DX, that they they were always looking at China's breast, and because it was the attitude era back then, though. But if we had China still alive with us today, and she was still in the WWE, do you think that China would still be doing some of the stuff she did back then? No, I really don't. I mean, there's a different different age now. Should be covered up. I mean, uh, I don't know if she would still be working with Triple H or uh, Shawn Michaels by now. If she was still around, still with us. But I think WWE made a big mistake by letting her go. They did. They made a big mistake. I would have never let go of China unless she wanted to retire. Then, yeah, I let her go. But as long as she wanted to wrestle, I would let her stay. But it seemed like that would happen with her getting released. It had to all happen with the fact that uh, at that particular time, you know, China and Triple H were dating. And then... Uh, what happened is Triple H started uh, dating Stephanie McMahon, and that's the reason why they probably released her. I feel that that is the reason why they probably did. They uh, they didn't want to have her around anymore, uh, and it says that's really shady of them. That's really selfish of them. And I think, in my opinion, China did deserve better. She got treated wrongly by WWE, and that's why she was doing an autobiography. She wanted WWE to forgive her. And she wanted another chance at WWE. Uh, you know, she wanted to be, most importantly, though, she wanted to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. That is most importantly, but she wanted to make amends with WWE. She tried to reach out with them. They wouldn't answer her phone call. And they did her wrong. And I think uh, it just really is heartbreaking uh, and very upsetting. Uh, after all that, that she has done in this business to uh, get treated the way she did. Uh, it's just absolutely wrong. And I think a lot of us uh, feel the same way, Mr. Bob. It really is heartbreaking. But, uh, you know, we looked at all this uh, different ways of angles we could possibly look at this, and it all leads back to uh, Triple H and Vince McMahon and possibly 70 McMahon, the three people that may be keeping her out of the Hall of Fame. What is it going to take for uh, China to get in the Hall of Fame, Mr. Bob. I don't know what it's going to take, Paul. It's going to take uh, a lot of prayers, probably. It's probably going to take a lot of people and people with a lot of patience 
on a good day, and uh, maybe they'll eventually let her in. I don't know when that'll be. I don't know if it'll be, you know, this next WrestleMania coming up, or it'll be 10 years down the line or 20 years down the line. I really thank fans that the only way we'll see China back in the, we'll see China in the Hall of Fame if there would be changes to their TV ratings. They go back to the Attitude Era, the Ruthless Aggression Era again. I say that that may be the only way China will get in. I mean, I just I just feel if they get back into that culture again, then yeah, maybe I say that maybe China has a chance to get in the Hall of Fame. Other than that, I don't know uh, if it will ever will happen. Well, it's a very sad, you know, ending of her life. Uh, but what she did in the ring, what she gave us, was truly awesome, though. Right, Mr. Bob? It was truly awesome. And, and everything that she did for us, I just want to say thank you. But I just feel that that she deserved better. And uh, as a, you know, I, we loved her. Not only did we love her as a superstar, but we loved her as a woman. What a wonderful woman she was. A woman with a beautiful sweetheart. And always had the most beautiful uh, personalities. And a shy girl. And what did you read that uh, bio there? But just a pure sweet woman. And you can listen to some of her bio videos on YouTube. Uh, whenever she talked to the fans, she always talked to the fans really sad, uh, really like she loved them and really uh, genuine. But you can definitely see in a lot of her videos she was depressed. And it, that, that, that's uh, her depression uh, unfortunately took over her. And uh, during the last stages of her life, uh, unfortunately, that depression it came too much too much to control and uh, it's just unfortunate that nobody was there to help her there to save her yeah it really is but I think was really awesome that she was doing that biography about her life telling her story that everybody needed to hear the story we just told you a whole bunch about it and there's still a whole lot more that y'all fans can go look up on Google here on her biography and there's just a whole page of all kinds of stuff that she did. And it's really mind-blowing. But uh, I just think the fact that uh, when she was doing these videos, like you said, she was real genuine, real sweet, and she was really open and honest. You know, And I think that was really awesome that she was not hiding anything. She was coming out saying, this is what I'm doing. I accept it or not accept it. I mean, whatever. But you know, it's obvious that WWE, I, I think they will probably always use the excuse, the reason why we're not letting China in the Hall of Fame is because she did part. But that's, I think, it's just a cover-up and an excuse what you're saying, Mr. Bob, right? I think so. I definitely think it's a cover-up and an excuse. And it's a bullshit. It really is. It's bullshit. It's not fair. It's not right. And uh, I just feel that uh, these fans deserve to have her in the Hall of Fame. And not only that, not just her fan, but her, her her fans, but her family, by God. Her mother, by God. They definitely deserve it as well. They need to have uh, her in the Hall of Fame so they can have closure. I mean, everybody needs closure in their life. And I feel that we don't have closure. Until she's in the Hall of Fame, we don't have closure. And then when she's in the Hall if she ever does get in the Hall of Fame, then I guess we could say we have closure. We have Something we can be proud of. We got something we can be thankful for and grateful for. Knowing at the end of the day, she's right where she needs to be. Right there with the rest of them. She deserved it. She bust her ass night and day. Bled, sweat, tears. Gave us everything. And the least we can do, by God, is put this woman in the freaking Hall of Fame. We owe her that much. You're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, Mr. I totally agree. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up this uh, here Legacy Election podcast now. Uh, and Mr. Rob Joe, anything else you want to add before we uh, wrap it up here? Well, I just wanted to say that, China, we deeply love you and we miss you, sweetheart. I, I think that she definitely is now in heaven with Eddie Guerrero. The Latino heat is still burning with China and Eddie Guerrero. By God, and... Uh, they absolutely, to me, had one of the most best storylines ever. China and Eddie Guerrero. Well, that, that was just so special. It was so glad that they did that. 
And uh, we miss you, Eddie Aguero, by God, and uh, Godspeed as well, my friend. Uh, we really do miss Eddie Guerrero. Uh, we have lost so many legends, folks, but we lost a good one. We lost a absolutely spectacular, awesome, one of the most specialist women we'll ever see. We lost a, a, a freaking icon, ladies and gentlemen, and our hearts are, are broken and uh, devastated and still uh, grieving the loss of China, and I think we still grieve her loss till this day. And uh, she definitely uh, did so much for this business that I think that they should have named the Royal Rumble Memorial after China. They should have put us built a statue in her honor. They should have done so much for this woman, and they did not. And it really is sad. And it all uh, it really is uh, something that I I hope that someday somewhere down the line uh, she will get to be in Hall of Fame. When will that happen? Uh, I guess we'll never know. And hopefully, within the next year, or hopefully, we'll still have some kind of answer by WWE. But, uh. Don't try that but definitely, ladies and gentlemen, she definitely deserved to be there. Alright, well, ladies and gentlemen, my final thoughts I just wanted to say uh, rest in peace, China. We love you. We miss you. And uh, may God speed. Uh, we definitely you're gone but not forgotten I want to thank you for everything that you've done in the ring and because of you uh, we got something something very special to talk about and we enjoy talking about you, the wonderful China here today the ninth wonder of the world and a truly icon who trailblazer who absolutely took the world of wrestling by storm now ladies and gentlemen next time we do the Legacy of Legend podcast we're going to remember the one and only Big Van Vader, Mr. Bob. Well, it's, uh, it's about dang time that we do that. I think it's the right time to do it. Vader did so much for the business, and I, I'll be honored. I'll be absolutely honored to get to talk about Big Van Vader with you, boss. It'll be truly awesome, truly special. Ladies and gentlemen, that'll be next time we join you on the Legacy of Legend podcast. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as we sign off here, ladies and gentlemen, we just want to play China's theme song one more time. Thank you, China, and we love you. Godspeed. Rest in peace. Till next time. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time on the Legacy of Legend podcast. Goodbye, everybody.